0: Week 7 of the college football season continues at Dowdy Thickland Stadium in Greenville, North Carolina. And it's going to be rowdy at the Dowdy Thursday night, college football, 730 Eastern ESPN. They're going to have their blackout here. It's going to be the Boneyard on Thursday night. And we're going to be here to bring you all of it. Dan Mullen, Matt Berry, your week 7 preview here on the Matt Berry Show ESPN college football YouTube channel. First things first, your first time here at East
1: Carolina. This is an impressive place to come watch a football game. It really is. I mean, their football facility is impressive. The weight room is unbelievable. But this stadium, you know, when you're looking at the, uh, you know, a non-Power 5 stadium, yep. this is as an impressive stadium as I've been in. And, I, and they say they pack it. I can't wait to see the scene here tomorrow.
0: Boneyard scene is going to be fantastic. So we'll bring that to you. East Carolina and SMU, 730 Eastern ESPN. As for the Week 7 preview, the theme I want to hit up first is going to be the bounce-back week. And I want to start with Notre Dame. Notre Dame gets beat by Louisville on the road. We had talked about how things come in threes. That was the third straight test. Now it's four because they've got to go, they've got to host USC coming to town who barely got by Arizona. From a bounce back perspective from Notre Dame, what must happen this week to get back on course?
1: Well, you know, they got to continue to find their footing on the offense and I think put the ball down the field. They're going to play great defense. Yep. They've shown that, you know, I think last week they gave up a couple of long runs that is, is, is not normal from what we've seen from them this year. But I think the defense is going to show up. They're going to be challenged. It's a Notre Dame USC is a big rivalry game. You know, having coached there yep. uh, at Notre Dame, you know how big a game that is. They're going to play the defending Heisman winner. They want to try to shut down that Notre Dame that uh, USC offense. But for Notre Dame, it's on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, the turnovers. You, you, you've last seen week. Sam Hartman came in early in the year. and We're excited. He's throwing the ball yep. down the field, tacking people vertically. That's kind of disappeared. And then last week. Couple interceptions. That was not characteristic. So I think offensively they need a big bounce back. And the tough thing for Notre Dame, mm-hmm. their their season now is really down to being spoiler. That's it. The, the problem with not being in a conference, everyone, I, just, there's about every team in the country yeah. still can win a conference championship. Notre Dame, the only championship they can win by not being in a conference is the national title and they've That's been out. eliminated from that. Yeah. So it'll be fun. That's a fun one. Like you said, it's one of the best rivalries in all of college
0: football. But when you look at the schedule, Notre Dame has got to deal with. It is a brutal ask for them, but it will be a good one against USC. The other bounce back to me, and I want to get your opinion on this because you're a head coach. When Miami loses the way that they lose in the last second to Georgia Tech in a game they fought back to win. They didn't take the knee. You know the story by now. It's one of the biggest stories in college football. But now you got to get back up off the turf, and you have to go to North Carolina Who's undefeated and very much in the ACC championship picture on a college football playoff picture? How do you bounce back if you're Miami?
1: Well, I think you got to come in, and, and, and I'm sure uh, M- Margaret Cristobal first thing he does is walk into that room and own it yep. to the players. Yep. You know, and, and the media coverage. Everyone's going to have something to say outside. You walk in and you say, and you own it. You say, "Hey, that that's on me." But you're also sitting there, and as a team, you know what? A bunch of players you are going to stand up, say, "You know, hold on, coach." That shouldn't have been that close a game. We were a better team. Right. Hey, you know what? The third quarter was on me. I missed a tackle. I didn't. I missed a block. Mm-hmm. I did this, and I think everybody is going to get in that room. They're going to own up. We did, we did not perform at the level we want to perform. But again, our goals are ahead of us. Yep. The, the yeah. Yeah. Everything's there. I mean, we we want to go beat. We're, we're playing a team that all of a sudden we win this game. Mm-hmm. We're in the driver's seat in the ACC with an opportunity to get to the championship game. We, yep. we control our destiny still moving forward. And I think that is a big rallying point that the team has got to come together around each other to build off of. Could be
0: a galvanizing moment for them when you look at the grand scheme of this Is everything is still there in terms of an ACC championship game. Can Miami go
1: into Chapel Hill and get the win? Well, they certainly can because I think they have enough talent. To. Yeah. I, they ha- I, I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to pick. Miami to win the right. game, but they have the talent to, and they have they're going to have they're going to come in with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, and all the negativity around them that can motivate you and bring you together, as you said, as a team. And North Carolina's got to watch. Yeah, you know, I mean, th- th- this is a team right now that's a little wounded that wants to come out and fight in Miami. You hope in, in the response from last week. North Carolina is coming in and and they're being told how great they are. Hey, we got the best quarterback in the country. We're rolling, you know, hey, we might roll, look at our schedule. We might roll through this thing undefeated. That's what people are talking about. So they have got to keep their focus and play sharp, but Miami certainly can pull up the FC. That's
0: another one you got to watch. That's an upset alert in my book because of the talent Miami has, and they would have been talking about an undefeated team if not, uh, for not taking a knee in a game where they probably should have taken a knee. Uh, finally, the big one of the Pac-12. It's a marquee weekend of the Pac-12. It's a marquee weekend or a marquee season for the Pac-12, but the big one in Seattle, Oregon, and Washington. The problem is I see it with the Pac-12 with seven ranked teams and a gauntlet coming up, you just hope In my opinion, the best conference in the league this year, top to bottom, the the deepest. You just hope they don't beat each other up. But that starts this week with Washington and Oregon in a game that I think there's going to be a lot of points. There's going to be a lot of action. The quarterbacks are top flight. What do you see in Washington, Oregon?
1: Well, I I can't wait for this game. You know, and as you say, I hope the league gets a benefit of the doubt of how good they are. The SEC has gotten that benefit of the doubt for years and years and years that, hey, you have to play this gauntlet of an SEC schedule. The Pac-12 has to do it. So I hope the Pac-12 champion gets credit Mm -hmm. for being a champion of the toughest league in in college football this year. This is the game, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, you're talking about – explosive offenses yep. people that I mean two guys right now uh, that uh, are two of the top three Heisman trophy contenders yeah, I Bo think in Bo Nix and in Michael Penix Jr. Yep. Uh, you have wide receivers you have athletes all over the field skilled players everywhere okay the question in this game I think it's going to come down to defense and I'm not going to say it's going to be a defensive battle it's going to come down to defensive. What team, with the game on the line, has the catch on defense to make That's one it. stop? I just, need one. I just need the stop. Get, hey, maybe it's get us the ball back. We win the game. Stop them one time. We win the game. And what's interesting, you might have to give Oregon the edge on the defensive side of the ball. I think when you look at
0: complete team right now in the Pac-12, USC is certainly not complete. We've seen Washington stub their toe. UCLA. St- We've seen enough of these teams, Oregon State, that have stubbed their toe. Oregon has not done that yet. Neither has Washington. But we've heard a lot of people talk about how Oregon on both sides of the ball is one of the best teams in the country. I haven't asked you for a prediction yet. I'm going to ask you to predict this one.
1: I don't know if I'm there yet on it. I, th- this is going to be I- – I'm going to have to get this one going even later in the week. It's, uh, it's going to be so g I'm, I'm as excited for this game as any game that's we've, that's gone on this season. I, I have to be honest. I mean, there's been some great games that you've looked forward to this yep. year. This one's been circled for one of the best games of the year.
0: I'm a slight Washington lean because it's in Seattle. But that's, that's it. That's it. So that,
1: that my issue is I'm a, I'm a slight Oregon because of the defense, but the home field advantage. Yeah. And Washington has one of the best home field advantages in the country. I love that place. It is. but He's not ready. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready. It's I'm a dollar for not being ready on the preview <laughs> show. That's what the
0: preview show is all about. I think of the Pirate on the field. I mean, they got all kinds of good stuff. Right, Daddy Ficklin Stadium. 730 Eastern ESPN Dan Berry, Barry Harry, Lyles Jr. You're on the call, a big one between SMU, ECU, week seven preview right here on the ESPN College Football YouTube channel.